Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how the 40-day period in jail had been completed by Guru Hargobin, and still, the Emperor Jahangir had not issued orders of release. Two six Jetha and Prana, they were extremely troubled by this. We heard of their conversation, them discussing what to do, how to get Guru Hargobin out of jail. Bob Buddhaji then arrives from Amritsar and they have a discussion and plan out how to get the Guru out of jail by scaring Jahangir and reminding him to release the Guru. The previous episode ended with Baba Buddhaji meeting Guru Hargobind and the Guru was extremely pleased to see the elderly Baba Buddhaji. And that's how chapter 61 now begins. Guru Hargobind looking at Baba Buddhaji was overjoyed and the Guru asked him, Tell us the news from Amritsar about all the six there and how they are doing. Is our beloved mother awaiting our arrival? I know she loves me very much. Is she healthy? Is she well? I really want to see her soon. And tell me, how and why have you come here? It must have been very difficult for you to travel all this way. You must have come on horseback. You must be really tired. That's really tough on the body for someone your age. You are so old now. You've had the divine sight, darshan, of the exalted Guru Nanak. And your body isn't very strong now, at this age. And you really shouldn't travel at this age. Sikhs who come to see you and have your darshan, Baba Buddhaji, have all their pains and sins removed. Your speech is akin to Amrit, and those who hear it experience great peace. Baba Buddhaji, hearing these words of the Guru, was in great bliss. He replied, saying, Everyone's been well since you've left Amritsar. Congregations come from all around in droves. They enjoy the experience so much as they bathe in the Amritsar Sarovar. And after, they, with great love, go into the Harmandar Sahib, placing down their offerings before thinking about having your divine sight, Darshan. With great love, they eagerly await your return. We had all heard that the emperor had met you with great love and you had gone hunting with him and had killed the tiger. This praise of yours has spread far and wide across the world. We heard that the emperor himself had come to your encampment and his respect for the Guru's house had increased greatly. And then we heard that you had been sent to the Gwalior fort. Mata Gangaji heard this and was in shock. She hit her head with her hand in grief over and over again. She was thinking about what happened to the elder Guru, Guru Arjan Devji, and she's worried in her heart about you. She's extremely sad. She had me summoned and she told me all about her worries. She told me that I should come and resolve all the issues here and do whatever it takes to bring you back. I heard this and I tried my best to explain to her that the exalted true Guru is forever all-powerful and does whatever they want and they are always in their own will not subject to anyone else I explained to her that she should not worry that your praise is beyond comprehension but even then she cares about you so much and she cried a lot she said this is the first time 
my only child has been separated from me. And he's gone so far now. And it's been so many days. And then when she heard that you were in the Gwalior fort, she was extremely saddened. She thought carefully and then told me, Baba Buddha Ji, you are extremely wise, you're extremely old, experienced. It makes sense that you go. I heard this and I could not disobey her command. So that's why I traveled this long distance to come here. And now I see you in this fort. It's not good that you're here. But now, whatever you say or tell us to write, we'll send that message to your mother, Mata Ganga. She'll be happy to hear a message from you. She told me to quickly come here to get word on what's going on and to send back a message and then quickly bring you back to Amritsar. Hearing this, Guru Hargobind then happily laughed and said, in every way, let's comfort her. Tell her we are with our six. I'm very healthy. I'll be back in a few days to have your sight. So please do not worry. And now when we meet with the emperor, we will then be able to come back home quickly. It won't take long. So this was written down and then sent with a messenger back to Amritsar to be delivered to Mata Gangaji. So this is how Guru Hargobind met with Baba Buddha Ji and had sent a message back. During all of this, the Guru wasn't worried or stressed at all. But now shifting scenes to Jahangir, Chandu was up to his old tricks again. The emperor was convinced that he himself was well now. The 40 days had passed, they were long gone. And Chandu was trying to get the emperor to shift his camp up to Delhi so that the emperor would totally forget about Guru Hargobind. He thought that Jahangir would get involved in other things out there in Delhi. So he told Jahangir, let's go to Delhi and stay in your large palace there. We will celebrate Nowruz there. Nowruz being the uh, beginning of the year in the Persian calendar. We'll celebrate that in great splendor. So he said a bunch of things like this uh, that he made up for his deceitful plan. And he convinced all the other ministers as well to follow along with this. He told them that they should do whatever it takes to get Jahangir back to Delhi. He told them that when they go back to Delhi, they'll be able to spend time back in their really nice extravagant homes there as well. So from that time, every day in the court, the ministers would say things like, oh, you know, now's a good time to go enjoy Delhi. So then eventually everybody agreed to this. Jahangir then mounted his elephant and day by day, they slowly headed back towards Delhi. When they reached Delhi, Jahangir was met with a lot of pomp and splendor. He met all of his wives who were missing him. Chandu was overjoyed by this, thinking that now the story of Guru Hargobind will be forgotten in Jahangir's mind. He had been long left behind in the fort of Gwalior, and no one in the court will bring him up to Jahangir. Guru Hargobind is now mixed in with all the other prisoners. And now he's thinking, my enemy will perish in that jail. So Chandu then, when he got to Delhi, he got some sweets made. And then he went in front of some peer, some Muslim holy men, did a prayer in front of them, and then distributed the sweets to them, saying, all my pains and worries have now been greatly dispelled. He was thinking that he had already killed Guru Arjan Dev Ji. Now he had imprisoned their son, Guru Hargobind. Now he would sleep easy. So this idiot, Chandu, was thinking about all this and many days had passed. And Guru Hargobind 
never came up in discussion in the court, and Jahangir never had him called. So it was for this reason that the Sikhs, Jetha and Purana, wanted to use miracles, thinking that they would kill Jahangir and Chandu for this. So one day, in the dark of night, Jetha and Purana, they both transformed their bodies into two tigers. Emperor Jahangir at the time was living in his golden palace located in the large fort of Delhi. He was sleeping on a large bed inside all around him. There were guards, men positioned there, and uh, they were keeping watch overnight. All around the doors and gates there were guards. It was in this secure environment where Jahangir was safely and peacefully sleeping. But even then, Jetha and Prana were able to walk right through all of these barriers into his room. Nobody there was able to see them. They had taken the form of two vicious tigers with large teeth. The hair on the back of their neck was raised in a ferocious way. Their eyes were red and they had sharp claws. And they climbed on top of Jahangir's body at night. Jahangir then opened his eyes in shock and started yelling out in fear, thinking that this Sarasati, this inauspicious horoscope that he was deceitfully told, was right and that he was in danger. And quickly then in his mind he was thinking that I should remember Guru Hargobind. So he started praying for Guru Hargobind. And automatically, as he was reciting Guru Hargobind's name, the Guru made himself apparent there and came to his aid. Guru Hargobind then had two scarves with him and he used them to redirect those two tigers away from Jahangir. Guru Hargobind at that point made himself hidden. Two tigers, which were now further away from Jahangir, turned back into men Jitan Prana and said from afar, Guru Hargobind has saved you, but you still have forgotten about them and have not understood their glory. So now after that, Jetha and Prana, they disappeared. Jahangir was sitting there on his bed, not able to go back to sleep now. He was awake all night. And in the morning, he called the astrologer and other wise men at the court and told them all about what happened last night. That two tigers had just appeared in this room, pinning him down on his bed before Guru Hargobind came and then dispelled them. He told them that the astrologer was correct that Sarasati, this inauspicious time, had come over him and that it was wise that they had Guru Hargobind praying for his well-being because as soon as he had remembered the Guru, the tigers were sent off. The astrologer and the other wise men heard this and looked around and then said, well, Emperor, listen. A person goes through three stages of consciousness, awareness in their day. There's the awake state, there's the dreaming state, and then there's the sleep state. In the deepest of deep sleeps, the mind, the intellect, and senses, they all reside within one's heart. And one does not have any sense or awareness about anything that's happening. And if you come up one level of awareness from this, where one is just sleeping, there, there is a dream state, and you can manifest anything. Great mountains, oceans, the moon and sun are lifted up into the sky just by your own mind. There one can experience bliss, fear, pain, pleasure, friendship, and foe. If you come up another level of awareness from this, then you are in the awake state. And then that entire dream state, that just disappears. In your right eye, resides your inner self and in your left eye resides your intellect 
all of these states of consciousness have a place within yourself. These levels of awareness arise from oneself. So understand that these are just dreams that you've had, which have frightened you. You've manifested this up for yourself. And you woke up, and then it all went away. So don't have any doubt about this, that you shouldn't be afraid of this during the day. Jahangir heard this and then replied saying, No, but I saw this for real when I woke up in the middle of the night. They were right in front of me. These tigers and Guru Hargobind, who then redirected and dispelled these tigers. And then all of a sudden, they all disappeared. At that point, the astrologer then chimed in saying, Well, we could think of it another way. That these are just ghosts and demons. So tonight, when you're about to go to sleep, we should prepare for this and keep iron all around you, which will dispel these ghosts. We will make essentially a wall of iron around you and we'll keep many guards around you as well. We'll have people who know how to deal with ghosts there as well to help you out. We'll keep them close. Also, we should keep Guru Hargobin in the Gwalior Fort for your well-being, of course. We shouldn't talk of releasing them. He's in a good spot there, in solitude, praying for your well-being. That is what is saving you from this inauspicious time. I've seen this all properly in my astrology book. If you call him out and release him, then you won't be able to be spared from this inauspicious time. So trust in what I'm saying. You don't have any other means of saving yourself other than keeping him in jail. So at that time in the court, Jandu had just entered in. And when he heard what happened, he also chimed in saying the same things as, this, as the astrology did. All the other ministers also agreed and told the same line, getting Jahangir to agree with their plan. Jahangir wasn't smart enough to understand the deceit that was taking place. But when Wazir Khan, a long-standing Sikh, who was a senior minister in the court, when he heard about all this news, he was extremely upset. But he couldn't speak out at that time. And that's how chapter 61 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear how Jirtha and Purana continue to scare Jahangir and how Guru Hargobind reacts to this and what he tells these six regarding the performance of miracles. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. <laughs> Kasana Aringa, Tarlala Mariga, Sharn Paringa, Tetariga, Gatika Kara Yave, Guru Arjun, Sauke, Manpa, and Aloja, Sarah, Sarah,